Welcome to the Black Heels and Tractor Wheels podcast, where we are sharing stories from a range of women from around New Zealand. For nearly a century, Rural Women New Zealand has been dedicated to strengthening and supporting women and children to become empowered members of their communities. We hope that by hearing these stories from inspiring women all around the country, you'll feel inspired yourself. We're your hosts, Emma Higgins and Claire Williamson, and we'd love for you to join and subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss our rural stories. Jill Naylor is our wonderful president here at Rural Women New Zealand and is renowned for her warm and caring leadership style. She wears a number of hats and has for a long time been an active member of Rural Women New Zealand as well as her local community organisations. She hails from the south of the South Island and currently lives in beautiful central Otago. Today we talk about giving back leadership growth and her vision for Rural Women New Zealand. Today we're here on the Rural Woman podcast with our wonderful president, President Jill Naylor. So Jill has, well, she was elected our president in November of 2020 and she joins us today. Welcome, Jill. Hi, Claire. Hi, Emma. Lovely to be here. Hello. Great to have you. First up, we're going to ask you to cast your mind back a few years, only a few years, to tell (laughs) us a little bit about your childhood and your experiences growing up and with this question we just love hearing some little stories and anecdotes about how some things that you did with your family or your parents your siblings and some experiences around growing up well I grew up in a little place about 20 k's north of Invercargill a place called Mabel Bush with my mum and dad and my three older brothers I was very much a, a later addition to the family so my brothers are 11 years older than me and then the oldest I've got twins 11 years older than me and then another brother who's 15 years older than me so we're well spread (laughs) I love it so basically my first memories of my brothers was them going to high school really and one of them and the oldest one starting work I didn't feel I didn't have sisters or brothers to play with or and stuff like that but I still had a really really happy childhood lots of lovely neighbors and friends and yeah it was great growing up on the farm with mum and dad and and they were both fully immersed in farming and the community yeah they did a lot in the community. Uh, mum was a member. Of, mum was a member of women's division, as it was at that stage, and just about every other community group and community sports group that was going. So yeah, no, it was a really happy childhood. We spent our summers camping at Glendu Bay on Lake Wanaka. So nice. so Beautiful. many happy memories of that place. It was wonderful. And so was that your initial exposure to rural women? Was it was it through your mum's involvement, or was it um, how did you come to joining the organisation? Yeah, that was my initial exposure to it. Really, just watching mum going off to different things with going off to her meetings and things like that. It's like, yeah, well, that's what you do when you live rurally. That's that's what you do. And um, you get it, get stuck in there and you help people and you do stuff. And then when we were living at Bex, when I got married, there was a group out there that I joined. It was called the Cambrian St. Bathans Branch. Oh, yeah, I joined them when our kids were small because before that, you get so involved with play group, plunket, sports teams, school. When the kids were at primary school, I think I probably, I joined, but I, I couldn't commit a lot of time to that because between child minding and um, all the other things that we were doing there wasn't a lot of free time but mm-hmm. I helped out when I could mm-hmm. and we did some fantastic stuff around the community uh, it was there was a lot of community service type things but we still we made sure we had a lot of fun as well we really did and as time has gone on I'm still a member of that branch as time has gone on I've become more and more aware of the other levels of the organization and mm. the work we do around policy and and stuff like that so yeah it's, it's very cool 
gosh, your list of achievements is is quite large here because as well as previously being on the Rural Women Board, now being president, you're also a trustee and vice chair of the Life Education Trust, a committee member of Central Otago AMP Society, chair of the Central Otago District Representation Review Panel. Goodness me. Yeah. Why are these roles something that you're so passionate about and kind of what attracts you to things in in this space? Well, I think it's just that thing that w- when you grow up in a rural area, it's all about doing things in that community. Because if you if, if you don't volunteer and do stuff in your community, then then things just don't happen. Absolutely. The representation, the representation review panel, that was that was actually back in 2012. But I'm really what I'm proud about of that is that I was invited to be a part of that panel. It wasn't they chose the council chose to appoint an independent panel of people from throughout central Otago, the central Otago district, and we were charged with doing a full representation review. Now I don't know whether they knew what they were getting themselves in for, but we did a really <laughs> comprehensive review and we were ready to pretty much tip the election format in the area at that time on its ear. Once we'd done all our research and things, it was quite major. It was a huge we were one of our proposals was a huge change. And it went through that we went through the process. We did a lot of consultation. We um, put the, together the paper and it was presented at council. It went out for consultation with the, the ratepayers. And the final council vote uh, was very, it was very, very narrowly rejected. But we were really, really chuffed that we got, got the response that we did. So that was pretty proud. But that was a few years ago now. So now I simply have the life, life ed, and, which is quite full on as a governance role and the home industries committee for the for the AMP show here and that in its own way I'm there as 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 a worker more than anything I don't around the show time itself I don't have a lot of involvement outside of the actual show time itself uh, but life ed is absolutely fascinating it's such a fantastic organization mm. to work for it Everybody loves Harold. Yeah. <laughs> and we've got lots of pressures down here at the moment. Uh, with Queenstown Lakes as part of our trust, the role is expanding. So there's lots of issues around that that we're needing to look at. So, yeah, it's interesting times. You've got such a full plate. And what I've really um, enjoyed hearing from you when we've been talking either on this or in the past is just your involvement with rural women over the years and how the organisation is still available to women even though they might be at different stages of their life. Absolutely. And I know that you've obviously made your way up Rural Women New Zealand ranks, so you're now, you're now the president at the highest position. If we look back, what have some of your, maybe your highlights been as part of this journey and also some of the challenges maybe that you've experienced along the way? Highlights of my time with Rural Women, I think it's, it's the friendship. And the connection with the other women, that's that's just huge. And the opportunities. I think one of the biggest achievements was I, I was part of the organising committee for the Triple F Challenge, which is on the, the Otago Central Rail Trail. And I hadn't ridden a bike since high school. And I did the rail trail. That was that was pretty huge for me. And amongst organising all the other bits around it, that was massive. And another thing that I'm really, really proud of, within our branch, one of our members found a, a pattern for making cushions for breast surgery patients and we made the cushions and we promoted that around our central Otago and Otago region because there's a serious shortage of these cushions for for people who have had breast surgery and we instigated an Otago and wide project there and we also took it nationally and so that that was a really 
that's a real feel good factor that one it's huge yeah but just working your way finally you know opportunities pop up and say would you like to do this and you take a few deep breaths and you think oh okay and then would you like to do this and it's like oh okay and then I think the biggest thing is people have had faith that I could do these jobs Mm -hmm. and that's massive because you don't always have faith in yourself that you're going to be able to do them but if other people think you can then that's huge success means different things to many people and we we ask most of our guests this question because it's just so interesting to explore different people's ideas of success. So if you think about day-to-day, uh, your career, success with family or children, what, what does a successful life look like for you? Producing three pretty awesome children who are now adults with kids of their own and yeah. watching the grandies grow up and being able to actually spend time with, with them is really, really important. So that's success. Seeing, and I, I do, I get a real buzz out of empowering other people to succeed too. That Yeah, I do. I get a real buzz out of that. And I think that goes with family. It goes with, with anyone, anywhere in life. Success on uh, career-wise, I just want to do a good job with with wherever I am you can't be perfect um but I'm a positive and pragmatic kind of person so and honesty integrity and integrity are really important to me so as long as you can face things um openly and honestly then you should be able to work through most stuff yeah I think that's a really nice point there um particularly when you think about perhaps what some of your toughest moments might have been across, you know, your, your life, whether it is part of the Rural Woman organisation or, or whether it's perhaps wider as well in your, your personal life, what's maybe been one of your hardest moments that you've had? I had to really think about this. Because I'm a positive and pragmatic kind of person, I just kind of put things behind me and learn from them and move forward. So I had to actually really think hard about that. But I think one of the, the toughest times that I went through was oh it's years ago now um I found myself in a conflict situation in a community group and it was just a matter of oh man this 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 really had the potential to turn terribly pear-shaped and I just I needed to stop take a step back look at things from the other side of the of the of the issue and really see where they were coming from and and think about how how could I have done things differently Uh, is there something that I've done that's set this off what's 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 happened and just really examine what I had done or or not done and and look at look at it from there and then just move on with a positive contribution just quietly and positive yeah move on in a positive way and after time time's a wonderful healer um and as I say honesty and yeah it was it was tough though yeah tough situations like that are such good teachers of how you can either do things better but also approach things from the perspective of what is the outcome that we're looking to achieve here and that that's awesome to hear that that's the first thing you thought about rather than like the kind of um kind of thing there was a bit so, of that first but then you then you, yeah. move, you know you've got to move past that and then you take you take the step back yeah totally yeah. totally take a bit more of a bird's eye view we've talked quite a lot about your family and um the fact that you that you brought your children up on the farm and that you've been involved with so many different organizations over the years and you've obviously also had a a successful farming business in partnership. What would you say has been your proudest moment overall within your career, raising children, the the ranks of rural women? Yeah, yeah. It's, It's really hard to define one or two. I think just the fact that 
my husband Dave and I, we're, we're here after 38 years. We've got a pretty cool family and lots of and good friends and we are where we are it's it's awesome and each each time I've taken a step up that ladder it's been like oh wow so yeah 38 years that's impressive I'm up to number mm. two so yeah. I've got a wee while to go <laughs> You've got a wee way to go <laughs> <laughs> the big question I have for you Jill is that you know we know how busy you are there's so much going on within the organization and there's a um there's a lot that you've been helping out with behind the scenes. So the question is, because you juggle so many hats and you're so busy, how do you take time for yourself? How do you look after yourself? I think the biggest thing is when time allows, I I try and make sure that if I've been away, I'm home and I'm actually present here with with Dave and and that, yeah, we we do stuff together. Yeah, it's a matter of putting things in compartments. And I'm still adjusting to that because I hadn't had a role that took as much time as this for years and years and years so yeah there's a lot of adjustment going on <laughs> but yeah it's, it's just really important to be able to put things in compartments and and to be present here as I say in in, in my personal life as well as being present present for the organization and just just yeah finding that balance mm. absolutely and it can sometimes it's sort of all about boundary setting as well isn't it like that hey no Dave and I decided we were going to sit down and have dinner tonight, so that's what I'm going to do, which is yep. awesome to have that, that kind of boundary in place. We are really keen to be able to tell our listeners a bit more about some of the really special things that we know about living rurally. We know that the community part of it is incredible and that everybody often pitches in and, and helps out, especially when there's difficult times. What do you think you'd say you enjoy most about about living rurally and being part of a rural community because you have experienced a few different communities over the years Mm. but also spent a lot of time getting set in certain communities as well. Oh it's just that sense of community it really is the one the sense of community and that well farming in particular is a fantastic way to bring up a family because you're all you can all be so involved um it teaches a really good work ethic to the kids because they're out there helping you whenever they whenever they can and yeah it is the the sense of community I think that's really instilled and I think one of the things that actually that's one of my proudest achievements was being a key key person in our local hall at Bex. We did a major upgrade of our hall. It was $200,000 for our little local hall. The, I was one of the lead lead people on the committee that got that got, got that done and we've got an absolutely fantastic hall there now and the community that, that got behind that and supported that was just amazing. That is so awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's um. Thank you so much for your time, Jill. It's been awesome hearing about your career, your journey across um, rural women New Zealand, and also you know the journeys that you've taken with the rural communities. We're just so pleased that we can um, showcase stories like yourself, and also highlight just. I guess the involvement and community level, really, and all the good stuff that happens there. So thank you so much for your time. Rural Women New Zealand is a community of like-minded women who are doing amazing things in their respective regions and communities. This podcast celebrates the achievements, successes and stories of our rural women, which are also the foundations for our organisation's rich history. We want you to be part of our future story. So please join us by clicking on the link in the show notes and we look forward to welcoming you into the fold. Mm -hmm.